Hey everyone, it's scriptwriter Steve. Today is December 11th, and you know what? I had to do another podcast. I just had to. You know, we had breaking news. The Supreme Court, they didn't come out in our favor. That's why I had that sound effect. We, we got to get that sound effect again. Hold on a second. Yeah, that about sums it up, right? That's the Supreme Court for you. That's that. That echoes everything that's in my mind in that one little sound effect there. They didn't step up to the plate. They really didn't. And in my opinion, again, I'm not a constitutional lawyer. I'm not even a lawyer, right? I, the, the states, they, they were not operating within the Constitution of the United States. Um, by law, by the Constitution, it is the state legislatures that are supposed to create the voter law for, for every single Every single state, they have their own way. But then in, in these states that were swung, again, we have very intelligent lawyers on the Biden team who changed the election laws, who did not go through the state legislature, violated the Constitution, and now we know that they've gotten away with it. And what makes it worse, they gotten away with a conservative Supreme Court. Wow. And here's the thing. now. <laughs> they're saying that because we have a conservative court there, that Trump is wrong, that we are wrong, that we're crazy. Do you feel crazy? I don't feel crazy. They probably think if we, if we have liberals listening to this podcast, they're probably saying, well, that scriptwriter Steve guy, that guy's off his rocker. But I don't think I'm off my rocker. Maybe I am. I don't know, but I don't think so. All right. So, you know, I want to get into this. I'm, I want to get into, you know, I, I'm going to get into the Supreme Court ruling, just really quick and all that. And I just want to tell you, all is not over. And then I want to talk about conspiracy theories and the difference between a conspiracy theory and a flat-out lie and how Republicans and Democrats, they both fall victims to these things from my point of view. So stay tuned. Got to pay the bills. I'll be right back. Alrighty, I'm back. I am back. I'm ready to chit-chat with you. This is Scriptwriter Steve. It is Barbecue to Mondays. It is my second podcast for today. I did one earlier, and I had some I had some news to share, and then all of a sudden this comes out. I thought we were on the right track, and apparently we got kicked. We got kicked in the nuts today. We really did. But you know, after you get kicked in the nuts, you got to get back up and you got to keep fighting. You really do. You know, this was a low blow. It really was. You know, to me, I think it's a, it's a nutsack kicker because, you know, the law was on our side. We have the arguments, and they didn't even want to hear the arguments. The Supreme Court said no, absolutely nothing. Now, just to let you know that this case that was brought forth, um, it wasn't brought forth initially at all, well, actually at all, by Trump's legal team. This is not the road that Giuliani and his, and his legal team were, they were going down. Um, they joined in after Texas had filed it. Now, Texas filed it, and then all of these other states, they, they jumped on board. I think there were 17 total states. And then 102 Republican House of Representatives, actually, Republicans, jumped on. And then the Trump team jumped on. This was a huge case. And we're talking... All of these people who jumped on, most of them are all lawyers. So they can't be that cuckoo, right? We can't say all of them are that stupid. And here we are. Here we are right now saying that, you know, apparently 
the Republicans are just conspiracy theorists, like flat earth deniers were just completely nuts. Giuliani, his entire team, along with Trump and all these people, including you and me, the, the attorney generals of these red states, all are just flat out crazy because we believe Joe Biden stole the election. There's no evidence, they say. Absolutely none. Even though more were testifying today over there in, uh, where were they? I think they were in Michigan or somewhere else. I'm, I, you know, there hap- it, there's so much evidence, so much hearings going on that I can't keep up. That I can't keep up. And I do, I do remember waking up today. My, you know, I, I sleep with my television on and there was, again, right there on the news. I, I had it on 08. No, I had it on Newsweek. And uh, right there, someone was testifying, saying their dementia, their father, who has dementia, apparently had voted through an absentee ballot. He can't even tell his own son from the, from the worker. And he apparently had voted absentee, filled in a ballot online, and, um, and he found out a lot of other people, a lot of other patients there all voted absentee, and they're also out of their mind. He tried to make a, he tried to make, to make a fuss about it to his... Um, state legislature and also the people there and they said it's too bad because that's your father's constitutional right and we can't take it away from him even though somebody took it away from him isn't that weird the law they make laws but the enforcement is not really always on your side it's not fair justice is not blind apparently it really isn't and that's sad it is such a sad time right now in our nation you know so here's some other news before we get into that. Um, Giuliani, Giuliani, uh, uh, he's uh, out there on the trail again. And uh, he was diagnosed with COVID, I think, five or four days ago. He, was, he checked himself into the hospital and he received that same presidential cocktail of uh, anti-COVID medicine. And it worked. He got, their, he got remdesivir, I think one of the steroids and... Um, and then I think he got the Regeneron. Like, I think we're talking about that. And um, yeah, you know, the Regeneron stuff, it, it kicked it. You know, those, those synthetic antibodies. Like I was telling you back in March, they got this thing coming out. Uh, you know, I got chastised by a lot of people. I got chastised by a lot of doctors saying, oh, there's no such thing. And apparently there was a such thing. And now <laughs> Rudy Giuliani got it. And now they're saying, oh, the regular person out there can't get it. And it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. When Donald Trump signed a bill saying that it's going to be 100% free for you and hopefully available to all as treatment when, as people get sick out there. Your doctor just has to give it to you. And a lot of doctors don't want to give it to you because they are anti-Trumpers and they let their own Trump derangement syndrome get in the way of treating their patients. You know, that's what the sick thing about it is. It's very sickening. So he's actually okay. He's okay out there. He's on the campaign trail. But we have CNN and all these other like mainstream media people who are just knocking him, knocking him left and right, saying he's getting special treatment because he's one of the cronies of Trump. And only cronies of Trump get this special treatment. And you, the common day person, cannot get it. And because, well, let's, let's not forget when Trump got, got it, they said it, it didn't work and that they thought COVID was fake, that, there was, that, that Trump didn't really have COVID. And that this thing didn't really want to work. Oh, and then they thought it was, oh, all of this stuff was to make the Regeneron stock go up. Because I think uh, Trump owned a mutual fund that may have invested like maybe about 200 shares into there. Like you really have control. 
You don't have control over your mutual fund manager, by the way. You, you invest into the fund and they choose the stocks for you. So, you know, again, it's <laughs> really bad, really bad journalism on behalf of all the mainstream media. And well, you know what really pisses me off? I'm pissed off because we got kicked in the nutsack today, right? Um, that they think they, because they are on, you know, these channels that they think they're, they have, they, they're more truthful than you or me or anyone else who does reporting on podcasts or YouTubing or anything like that. They think they're, they're, they're actually more legitimate. No, they're not. They have an opinion to share just as much as we do. Just as much as a, as a, as a keyboard soldier over there, you know, typing out status updates, like what, what I was were doing, right? You know, that they're, that they're actually more legitimate. Well, they would be if they investigate and do their homework. But investigative reporting has gone out the window. Let's not forget, these are the same investigative journalists. When back in, I think back when, uh, during Desert Storm, in the New York Times, I think one of their journalists, they were reporting, uh, reporting on the Iraq war from their apartment in New York City. And they all knew this. And they gave him, um, they gave him a promotion. Well, eventually when he got out of that, he was, oh, he's basically in New York City being a, being a wartime correspondent in New York City, you know, making stuff up about, you know, the, the Iraq war. You know, he, he, he was fired eventually, but then he was given a position over, over at NYU as some type of journalism type of, you know, um, professor over there. That is just crazy. I don't know where he is. I, you know, I got to get his name. But this is just fictional storytelling. It's a horrible, 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 horrible like that. You know, all, all this type of things, it, it should be reserved for the silver screen. You're supposed, if you want to become a screenwriter, become a screenwriter. Don't become a journalist for crying out loud. All right, so you've heard the news. Supreme Court rejected that Texas, that Texas uh, case over there. All is not lost. They're not lost. I'm going to read something to you, okay? So um, attorneys on President Donald Trump's legal team, Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis, shared on Friday that the team is still considering fi filing separate lawsuits to district courts in the wake of the U.S. Supreme Court's rejection of a lawsuit from Texas to challenge the 2020 election results in four battleground states. The two attorneys also called for courage from the courts to allow hearings on the lawsuits. Quote, basically the courts are saying that they want to stay out of this. They don't want to give us a hearing. They don't want the American people to hear the facts. That, unquote, the former New York City mayor said, that's Giuliani, quote, these facts will remain an open sore in our history unless they get resolved. They need to be heard, they need to be aired, and somebody needs to make a decision on whether or not they're true or false. Unquote. Yes, so true. When you have evidence, you hash it out in court. If you don't like it, if you still have evidence out there, I mean, that's just the way it is. You present evidence to the court, you bring it, and then you have your, your plaintiff and your defense, right? They hash it out. And you have a jury or maybe the judge that says this is good and this is not. But that's where you have to let that process happen. It's called due process. This president is not getting his due process. The American people are not getting their due process. Jeez, it's so simple. Is, is, is it not that simple? Is, is law, is, is justice that horrible where they'll say, hey, 
you know, it won't go to court because of this, because we don't have enough evidence, or that, or, or we think this evidence is too circumstantial. People go to jail on less than the evidence that we have presented. And look at the Trump hearings. Remember that Ukraine Trump hearing? None of those witnesses there, none, absolutely none, none actually witnessed any crime happening. Absolutely none. They weren't even a character witness. They didn't even meet Donald Trump. They never worked on a deal with Donald Trump. Yet they were witnesses. And the Democrats said they had, this was the plethora of witnesses brought forth to actually impeach Donald Trump. Really? They tried to overturn an election on zero witnesses. And now here we have, we have witnesses and they're saying, don't let them talk. Don't let them talk. And these are first-hand witnesses. Witnesses who actually had their votes taken away from them or are, are people who, who know all about statistics or forensic science. How about the former CEO of, of Overstock.com who has a white hacking team who got into these Dominion machines and said, yep, and this is how they did it. Here's the algorithm, here's the virus, and here's how the servers communicated with each other and they, and they communicate with China and Iran and over in servers and Germany and all those things. I'm going to explain it to you in this diagram. We got the forensic data. We got the hard drives. We got everything here. I don't want it. And the Supreme Court says, nah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. It's good. You're good. Get away. It's conspiracy theory. I've spoken. No, that doesn't fit it with me. Does, does that fit with you? That better not fit with you. Anyway, well, I'm pissed. I'm really pissed. All right. So here's the good news. Here's the good news. Um, unquote, there's, there's nothing that prevents us from filing these cases immediately in the district court in which the president should have standing, Giuliani said. Some of the electors would have standing in their own constitutional rights, which have been violated. And that's, what, that's what Giuliani ended with. So all is not lost. You know, you got to keep fighting. The Trump is going to keep fighting. Rudy, Rudy Giuliani... He's a good dude. This guy's a good dude. He put the mafia away. He cleaned up New York City. Right? You know, Donald Trump, good guy. They investigated him for how many years and tried to find a crime on him. Remember, they were just trying to find collusion. They went in there and they went around in all these different areas. They tried to nail him on money that he possibly gave a porn star who really didn't do anything with him because she claimed she slept and had... See, she slept with him and had a videotape with him that she took on her iPhone video of them having sex together on her iPhone, which didn't exist back then. Oh, she was like way ahead of the curve. Like she had a time machine and brought back an iPhone. Bad lying, 100% bad lying. And this is what the Democrats do. Now, here, now here's the thing, okay? I don't have, this is, a, this is it for the news. We're going to go on to a different subject and kind of what has, it kind of has to do with this. And it's kind of getting to me right now because the, the Republicans, you know, and I'll be very honest with you, Republicans do, are, they do embrace conspiracy theories a lot more than the Democrats. And I would say the Democrats don't embrace many conspiracies at all. Um, they just lie. Like Democrats flat out lie. Now, there's a big difference between a conspiracy theory and a lie. So conspiracy theory 
is an argument put forth, and it's usually fictional, but it's what it does. It, it basically goes out from the mainstream. So we we consider it it's a conspiracy theory. It detracts from the mainstream narrative, like UFOs, Bigfoot, you know, Loch Ness monster, and with that, there are there is evidence to support a conspiracy theory. So there is evidence out there of UFOs. There's you know evidence of Bigfoot. Um, there's even evidence of Loch Ness monsters and 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 material witnesses that say. Well, hey, this may exist. I mean, there's footprints of Bigfoot. That's what they call him, Bigfoot. There's photos of Loch Ness Monster. Now, here's the thing. Are they real or are they not? But we take a look into the science, and there's science that says it, there may be something that exists and some, it may be not. And that's the difference between a conspiracy theory and then you have a lie. Okay, A lie is saying America is a racist nation, Right? Um, police brutality is an is happening on an epidemic level. That's a flat out lie, you know. Uh, see, uh, the Democrats lie. They don't believe in a conspiracy theory. Like the conspiracy theories they have they have some evidence in there which can make you question the truth. And the only way to really get to the bottom of these is to examine the evidence. And and here's the one thing: at one time, even myself, I thought UFOs were were fake. 100% fake, 1 million percent fake. I keep saying 1 million percent fake. But all of a sudden, the government releases footage of F-18 Hornets chasing a UFO, right? That's, <laughs> and, and, and I can't discount that. I mean, they're actually chasing a UFO. What is that? That's an unidentified flying object. The, they interviewed the, the pilot who was chasing after him. You can't discount that. So all of a sudden, does that become factual? No, UFOs still are considered conspiracy theories, and technically some people said, oh, you're kind of crazy if you believe in them, all right? So this is the thing we get down to. Now, what it is right now is that if you take, now, this is, I'm, I'm coming again from my, my, my perspective of a storyteller. Now, you know, when you have a conspiracy theory, usually it's a fictional narrative, and it's created by false information. And they usually either bend the truth or create a new truth. And most conspiracy theories, it's kind of, some are very hard to, 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 to debunk, but it's almost like rewriting, um, re when, you, when you get hired to rewrite a script or a storyline, you basically look at it and say, hey, look at this storyline. We, we have to make sure the audience doesn't think that this storyline is a conspiracy theory. And you just rewrite the hell out of it. And you, you rewrite all the plot holes out. You rewrite out all the logical loopholes and make sure the personality behaviors are right. And, and then um, I'll tell you this. There's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that are really hard to debunk. And, and that's when you have a really good storyteller behind it. And it can even fool people like me. So, for example, you know, when you read a really good story, I mean, see, I, I'll just say, when you read a really good story, like, say, for example, the, 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 um, in, in the comic book world, um, the multi-universe, um, MCU, we just we'll talk about the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe before Captain Marvel. Uh, you can, it's, they're written so well, you can actually debate the science within that universe. So people can say, oh, you know, you know, um, you know, uh, um, Captain Marvel is this and Iron Man is this powerful. And if they were to fight, you know, they would actually win because of this, you know, because you're debating the science of that world. And that's, and you can do that because the, the science within that world is just so, I mean, in that world, it exists so well that people can disengage through reality and start arguing this, uh, arguing the MCU as though it was fact. 
And that's what you have when with certain conspiracy theories that are just written so well that they're very hard to debunk. And then you, you come to a conclusion that says, okay, well, maybe it's real. Just maybe it's real. And um, say, for example, and I'll go back to, to, to reality, um, Barack Obama's uh, birth certificate. Now, people in this mainstream media, has, they have dismissed this as a, as a complete conspiracy theory that he wasn't born in Hawaii. But when I take a look at my birth certificate and my mom's and my dad's, and we're all born at different times, we all have, we all have a black birth certificate. Um, all of my friends who are born here in Hawaii, it's all a black certificate, right? And then on top of that, our, all of our um, um, social security numbers, it all starts with either 575, 565, or you know, around there. And uh, we have that, you know, that, that's, that's the way it is. Well, Barack Obama's birth certificate is green, and it looks entirely different than ours. Like, very different, extremely different. And uh, we've never seen anything like that before. And his social security number, well, his first three digits are 019 from Connecticut. Why isn't it 575 or 565? It doesn't make any sense. So, it, you know, it makes you think. Now, I'm not saying he wasn't born here, but it, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Why does he have this green long-form birth certificate out there that nobody has? I, I just don't understand that, right? And, and for me, just to ask that question, why doesn't it look like mine? Oh, now I'm crazy? <laughs> that doesn't make any, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me. Now, it's either a really well-written conspiracy theory or something's going on there. You know, so this is this is the thing. Okay, now here's here's my problem: is that uh, the the Democrats will they love to because there's so many artistic personalities, metaphoric thinkers on that side, and and also you know flat out collective thinking. What they like to employ is this rule that we call modus ponens, and and it's a logic rule. It's, it's a logic argument, you know, used in um. Uh, in you know in the, in the art of storytelling and also in math, and basically what it is, or to sum it up, it just says it, it. What it means is one instance applies to all. So, for example, they'll say all conservatives are conspiracy theorists. Now, Steve is a conservative, therefore he is a conspiracy theorist. So this is a hundred percent logical argument because he's, they're using modus ponens, okay? Um, but at the same time, it's hundred percent false. And this is where people get kind of confused. Just because you use a real methodology of logic, which is modus ponens in this way, it has nothing to do with the truth. You know, we use modus ponens in storytelling to lie to you, to, to create fictional stories. If we make the audience believe this, then they'll believe it. They'll, then they'll believe this. And that's exactly what the Democrats doing, are, are doing. If they make you believe this, then you'll believe this. If we make you believe George Floyd, then we'll make you believe that all cops are racist. And it's a it's it's very simple modus ponens. It's a logical argument. People will on people will look at it and they'll say this is a logical argument, but it's hundred percent false, one hundred percent false. And people don't understand that. How can a, an argument be hundred percent right and logical and hundred percent wrong? And and it just comes down to 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 let you know this is how logic works. This this is the art of logic, which is goes into the art of storytelling, and it and it's applied. Everywhere, like say for example, um, it's even applied in sports. Like we're, you know, I'm a huge Eagles fan, and they'll use they use a, a different theorem. I'm not going to tell you what it, what it is. I'll just confuse you, but they'll just use like like philosophies. Like say for example, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. Um, Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Nick Foles, therefore he should win two Super Bowls. 
So that's a logical argument right there, but it turned out to be 100% false. Carson Wentz is a horrible quarterback. And again, that argument was made so much to a point where people believed it so much, that logical argument that the Eagles signed Carson Wentz to a $100 million contract, and he sucks. He flat out sucks. If everyone looked at the eye test, they just said, hey, wait a minute, this doesn't look right. If you, if you looked into the details of that, it look, people knew that, oh, well, Carson Wentz, from the time he got drafted, he wasn't a good quarterback. I watched old film on him. He's not a good quarterback, right? And, um, but they believed the rhetoric. They believed this argument, which was 100% logical, yet 100% false. But they went with the logic argument, argument because, well, a logical argument must, be, must mean it's 100% true. No, never. Logic doesn't work that way. It never works that way. Logic only has to do with theorems and constructing arguments. It has nothing to do with the truth. But this is where the Democrats think. This is the mainstream media. This is like where they, this is where they lie. This is where they build their home in making these 100% logical arguments, selling it to the public, and the public is too stupid to figure it out that they're flat out lying to you. Okay, so I want to tell you this too. You know, what they've done right now, and it's collective thinking, they've, they've, they've lumped everything. Okay, now, I, know, I know a lot of you are anti-vaxxers. I'm not one of them. And, he, and neither is Donald Trump, okay? But they've lumped everyone, anti-vaxxers, flat earthers, climate change deniers, and those who believe in the fraud, you know, the election fraud, all into one. And they think that the whole conservative party are nothing more than uneducated because, you know, a lot of us are not college educated, right? We didn't go to college or we don't adhere to the college thought, right? The, right we're, we're, we're supposed to be the uneducated voters. So we're, so we're conspiracy theorists, uneducated, so we're not smart. That's what they're saying. And then on top of it, we're xenophobic, we're misogynist, and possibly even many of us are white supremacists. So we are just the problem of this. It's hugely wrong. But again, you know, they make their argument. And they think that America has gotten away from their conservative principles. But what are our conservative principles? Your conservatives, they just stand for three things, really, when it comes down to it. And this is, I'm going to quote Michael Savage. It's strong borders, language, and culture. So if you come to our country, English is the language, correct? You go to Japan, it's Japanese. You go to Korea, it's Korean. You go to China, it's Chinese. You come to America, you're not supposed to be speaking Chinese. You're not supposed to be, supposed to be speaking Japanese. You speak English in America. So vote when you vote. You shouldn't have a ballot in other languages. I know a lot of people here. They come here, they learn our language, they learn our culture. Right, strong borders. What is a country without strong borders? We want strong borders with Canada, Mexico. We want them to make sure even our shorelines. That's why you have a coast guard. And then on top of that, most importantly, culture, which is based upon Judeo-Christian rights and capitalism. That's what we are always are, and we're getting away from that. That's what conservatism is, you know. And the Democrats who call themselves progressive, they love to relabel things on there, or they want opposite of that. They want open borders. They don't care about the language and our culture. They believe we were founded on racism. They hate it. They hate America. And that's why many of them, many of them are not patriots and they want to burn down the country. 
Now they'll tell you, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Don't trust their eyes when they when they burn down Soho, loot Target, burn down businesses, which are, many of them are black. You know, they're saying, don't believe your eyes. Don't believe the eye tests. Listen to the mainstream media. So because they, they're Democrats, they're telling you they don't want you to believe in conspiracy, conspiracy theories. They want you to believe in the truth. Now, now, let's be honest with you. I'll be very honest with you. The, the Democrats, again, like I told you, they don't believe in conspiracy theories. They really don't. They don't believe in any of them. And to me, I think it's okay to believe in them. Just be very careful. And, and you have to really look at them carefully, okay? Because I love to read about them. You know, I'm a storyteller. You know, I love, I love mysteries like that. And, and it could be true. And, um, and again, but, and, and this whole fraud thing, it could be a conspiracy theory. But I tell you what, <laughs> it, it's not. It's really, really not. And I'll tell you why before we get to the end, okay? And, uh, but again, what the Democrats do is they just flat out lie. They don't take they don't they don't they don't take the long route to create a fake story and fake evidence or fake all these things or just twist things or or anything like that. They just flat out lie. All right, the Hunter Biden scandal, huh? They flat out told you it didn't exist and it was the Russians. Flat out lie, and now all of a sudden they're reporting on it. Okay, so it existed back. It it always existed when Tony Bobulinski came out there and said something. Oh, it was the Russia, Russia, Russia. No, they weren't trying to, you know, create a conspiracy theory. They're just saying, no, it didn't exist. And now it does. So they lied to you. When they, when they tried to impeach, you know, Trump, that was a lie. There was no quid pro quo. So, again, you can't believe in them. So we'll go into the whole thing, even Black Lives Matter. George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, Breonna Taylor, Tamir Rice. Those weren't, all those, all those people there. George Floyd, that... I can't breathe thing. Well, he was saying that the whole, when the video was released, he was saying that he wasn't even on the ground. He was saying, I can't breathe. So he wasn't getting strangled. He wasn't saying that because he couldn't breathe when, he was, when, when that, when that um, shin was on top of his neck. That was not from that. And usually when you get choked out, by the way, if, you, if anybody have, has ever gotten choked out, you cannot talk. For the fact that you can talk doesn't mean you're getting, it does not mean you're getting choked out. When you're getting choked out, you are, out quick you can't breathe i mean it is it, you can't breathe you can't talk he would not be able to say i can't breathe trayvon martin they said oh that's an example of police brutality well it wasn't the police who, who did it anything it was george martin who was just a he was just a guy like a neighborhood watch guy and trayvon martin apparently had attacked him right it wasn't a guy who like you know randomly saw a black guy in a hoodie a black kid in the hoodie and decided to kill him no all fake a lie brianna taylor Brianna Taylor, you know, <laughs> she was dealing drugs. She was living a life of crime. That's why the police raided her area. You know, they say, oh, she was just an innocent woman. And the, and, and the police just raided her because she was black. No, they raided her because she was involved with crime. Somebody had gotten killed in the rental car that she had given, rented for her ex-boyfriend. A homicide. That's why her, her place was under surveillance. That's not normal. I think, one, I think one liberal told me, oh, no, that happens all the time. I don't know one person. I've rented a lot of cars. I don't think anybody's ever died in the car that I rented at. And a, a, a homicide, gotten murdered in there, happens all the time. Really? 
You know, really, happens all the time. Jeez. Okay. And then we have Tamir Rice. They saw the cops. They, they saw a black kid playing with a little toy gun on the side of the road. And they pulled up next to him and shot him. Oh, well, Tamir Rice was, I think, 12 years old at that time. He was playing with a BB gun, which is a real gun, by the way. It just shoots BBs. And it looked like a real gun. And he pointed it at the police officer. By the way, Tamir Rice was 5'9", 230 pounds. That kid looked like a big boy. That's a big boy right there. He, so, you know, some of these kids, they grow up fast. And if he would have been alive, he would have been an offensive tackle, probably in the NFL. And what the hell were his parents letting him do, do letting him with a play with a BB gun, which is a real gun, out in public, pointed it at people, Right? Have some personal responsibility. But all of a sudden, the narrative is that, wow, black kids are not safe here. And then cops are just going to drive up and they're going to kill your kid. Fake. A lie. Not a conspiracy theory. Just a flat-out lie. Okay, then we go down the road. Climate change. Systemic racism. Oh, how about the lie that, that President Trump is a racist, a misogynist, scared of powerful women, even though his entire administration is made up almost... I think over 50%, maybe 70% of strong, powerful women. Right. And, and guess what? The media, they like to insult these strong, powerful women all the time. They insult them on their looks. Out of all things you can criticize a woman on, they insult them on their looks. The Sarah Huckabee Sanders, okay, insulted her on her looks while she was there on stage. Right? They called Sarah Palin a pig. You know, a pig. Obama called her a pig. You know, what's wrong with that? Like, you know, so, you know, and that's fine. That's fair. Okay. But they're the ones insulting strong, powerful women. Now, and then I like the best lie of all. The fact that Trump says um, that America needs healing from Trump. All the damage that Trump did. Oh, boy. Just a flat out lie again. So what exactly, what, what did Trump do to like, really hurt our country. It's not COVID. He did everything he could to help with COVID. And now we have the vaccines rolling out. We have the treatments rolling out. COVID's going to go away before, the, before, before summer. You know, it's going to go away. So again, to repeat, the Republicans may be conspiracy theorists. We, you know, there's, there's gonna, I have a lot of friends who believe in a lot of things and all that. I disagree with them on there. But I'll still listen. I'll still listen and because there may be some truth into there and it may be 100% truthful. It may be. Um, but conspiracy theories, they usually have some type of evidence behind them. Even if it's fake, you got to take a look at it because anything is possible. I mean, there is a conspiracy theory out that Joe Biden was a clone, right? I took a look at it and I said, I said, they said, oh, his face, his cranium doesn't change, but... And I, and I told my friend there, you know, that I'm a photographer, you know, things change because, you know, the, when, when, you, when you shoot people with your, you know, a camera lens, like things change, like the size of your forehead. Like you, you just know, when you take a, your selfie, that lens in front of there, it makes you skinnier. If you shoot downwards, it makes you look skinnier, skinnier than you actually are. It makes your head look bigger than it actually is. You know, this is what we do, what we do for, for wedding photography. We make, we make sure the bride 
is never on the wide side of the lens because that's the fat side of the lens. We'll put the groom there because that makes his shoulders look, look a lot more um, broad. And we'll put her more toward the center because we'll squeeze her and make her look skinnier. The, the camera adds, we say, oh, 10 pounds and all those things sometimes. And this is the same thing. And it distorts things, makes your arms look bigger. And it's going to, it distorted Joe Biden, you know? So you know, there's all these different things. They say, oh, he was faking his, like, you know, his, his like, his, like, uh, his, his, um, his broken foot, he was faking it. Now, I don't believe his story. I think that's a flat-out lie. But, um, you know, for the fact they think that he's an ankle monitor on him, that he's tracking him, and I said, eh, you know, I know people who had ankle monitors before, and if you did have one, you wouldn't need a boot to, to hide it. Not at all. So, um, but the one thing they do right now is they like to lie. And their main reason behind it is they want to lie to control your life and to also make them more powerful. That's what the ultimate goal is. The Democrats only care about themselves and they will lie, lie, lie to win. It's, it is the most, you know, and this is, it's not only, de- not only Democrats, it's also Republicans. It's, it comes, I would say it's with a politician. And that's why we always said you can't trust a politician. When the cameras are on them, they say anything. President Trump has been the only candidate or actually only president that has delivered on all of his promises. All of them. All of them. And more. He's been the most conservative president of all times. Every single thing that he promised on, except for maybe cutting the deficit, and that's not his fault because we had COVID and we had, we had, um, we had a House of Representatives with Paul Ryan who were just wimps. They were just wimps. And they're also anti-Trumpers. But again, you know, don't let don't let your your um, spirits get down here. The fight is not over, you know. Um, even if you believe in conspiracy theories, it's okay. Just double check yourself. Really, really be your own best skeptic, okay? And don't and don't fall in to the lies of the left. And then make sure you just keep on pushing. Have faith, even if Trump doesn't get in. I'll tell you this: even if Trump doesn't get in, don't give up the fight because right now. You know, if the next four, worst comes out, worst things work, Biden gets in. We have to all stick together and we all have to push together and, and make sure, you know, we get Trump or someone, someone like Trump who's strong enough to go against this machine because it's going to grow and they're going to try to do more rigging, right? And we know that. We know that. And, oh, before I go, I was wrapping things up here. How do I know that... um how do I know that this isn't a conspiracy theory? Well, it's very simple. It's because um, all of these stories that are being to all of these witnesses that are being, um, um, all of these witnesses that are coming forth, they don't know each other. You know, conspiracy theories are usually born by one, a single person or a bunch of writers who say, we kind of just want to screw around with people. And then it kind of gives a, you know, it, 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 it kind of gains momentum because pe- other people start Believing it, see, for example, the 9-11 truth thing where the bombs start bringing, bombs start like, you know, you know, they think bombs brought down the buildings and a missile went into the Pentagon. Well, that was created by one filmmaker. And then all of a sudden things start like, you know, kind of like snowballing and from there. But then it's only created usually by one person. But here in this case of voter fraud, there's multiple, multiple different people who come forward with different stories of voter fraud. And the people who are coming forward are extremely intelligent, 
And if I look at their psychological profile, their behavior, they're not on the, on the unhealthy side of the spectrum. You know, the intellects are not trapped in their mind. They don't have an, they all have an agenda that, you know, that they want Trump to win, but some of them don't because some of them are flat out Democrats. Flat out, some of them flat out work for Dominion. Some of them are, the overstock of CEO didn't even vote for Trump. He's a libertarian. Again, he did not vote for Trump and he believes the election was stolen. So this is where we can say there's something there. There is something there and it needs to be investigated. It needs to be come to the forefront and the whole election system, it has to be, it has to be renovated, broken down. If there's anything that needs to be destroyed and built back up, it's our entire election system. And here's the one thing also, how we know that this voter fraud is not a conspiracy theory. It's because the left want, doesn't want to have the conversation. That is the biggest thing. You know, you know conspiracy theories, <laughs> you know, people who believe in them, people who believe in them, they're okay with having, having a, a, a conversation because they can kind of keep up and they kind of say, oh, there's, there's evidence and all that kind of thing. Okay. People who lie, they just... They, they don't want to continue the conversation because the longer you talk about it, the more things come forth for, forward and basically they get caught in a lie. You know, you cannot, you cannot keep lying and, and that you can't keep saying this is the Russian fault, Russia, Russia, Russia. And you, and you can't just say, oh, this is nothing, you know, you know, um, nothing happened here. Don't look the other way because the evidence comes out. That's what it is. All right. Anyway, people that's all I have on my mind. Hope your weekend is good. Um, it's going to be screenwriting Saturdays tomorrow. We're going to talk about the type two and three personalities. Hope you enjoyed this podcast and I'll talk to you later. Bye.